Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're, We're lost, lost on Lost. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. I'm JP Russell and I'm joined as always by a man who has the decency to die quietly, Adam Busher. That's me, baby. I die quietly <laughs> and I die every day. So. <laughs> That's just called your 30s, baby. Uh, Adam, so uh, the this episode, uh, Tabula Rasa, right, mm-hmm. is named after the theory that individuals are born without built-in mental content or predisposition. See, all of that knowledge comes from experience and perception. And I just wanted to let you know that I didn't look that up. I've just always known that. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're talking about Tabula Rasa, the third third episode (laughs) of season one and the third episode of Lost Overall. Our centric characters, everyone's favorite fun fugitive Annie, uh, uh, Kate Austin, Tabula Rasa takes place on the second, third, and fourth days after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. Adam, do you have a recap? I certainly do. Let's hear it. Nice tent. Who shot the airplane? <laughs> On the island, it's like the middle section survivors just got here. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> Dr. Jack Shepard struggles to save the life of wounded U.S. Marshal Edward Mars, while Kate Austin, James Sawyer Ford, Shannon Rutherford, Boone Carlisle, and Charlie Pace return from their ill-fated hike to high ground. Mm-hmm. And in the before times, Kate, a.k.a. Annie, a.k.a. A.K.A. Monica meets a one-armed man named Ray. Is it important that he has one arm? Seemingly not. Man, (laughs) these recaps are so much easier once people start dying off. No shelters? No water? No smokes? Don't these people know it's episode 38? I guess we're all starting from scratch. It's Tabula Rasa here on Lost on Lost. (laughs) Yeah, in the Lost on Lost timeline, they suddenly found more cigarettes. That's great. <laughs> JB. Yes. We have a guest. What? Yep. Uh, folks out there at home, you know him uh, from his diligent Podbean commenting. <laughs> we want to welcome to the show Brian Markovich. Hello. Woo. Yeah. Thanks to be here. Uh, Good to be here. But, uh,. <laughs> I did actually want to correct you, JP, real quick. Uh, Tabula what? Rasa, I, I did look it up. Yes. And uh-huh. it says yes, that yes, it's yes. actually a uh, semi-medium heat salsa made from an heirloom tomato. So. God damn it. <laughs> Brian, um, yeah. what's your history with Lost? Uh, did you watch it when it was uh, originally airing back in the uh, mid-2000s? I actually have a weird background with Lost. I really? started watching it. After it had already started, okay, but bef- but before it had ended, sure. And okay. I started watching it with my the, at the time girlfriend, new girlfriend, mm. Linnea, who's mm-hmm. now my wife. Oh. Congratulations, uh, my wife. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, so we we started watching it because we heard that it was amazing. It was like I don't know, it was like 
pretty far into it at that point. It was like on season, end of season five, maybe starting season. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we we hustled. Yeah. Right? Like, and we, <laughs> that's we did a the lot at that point. If you, if you tried to catch up shit. one through five before six, that's oh, over 100 episodes. We did it. Right? And like, and that was back when Hulu was like just kind of starting out. So there was like one of two commercials you'd get over and over. <laughs> oh, so my God. <laughs> it was like this stuffed monkey in a car. I don't even know it was selling. I watched it probably four, five hundred times. I don't know what it's selling. The car, the monkey, but it's burned Both. into my brain. Back medicine. Anyway. <laughs> so we we watched it. We caught up just in time to catch the entire series finale. Nice. Uh, live. On nice. TV. And then I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I actually really enjoyed Lost or wouldn't have binged it, you know, yeah. like that hard. Right. Uh, each Get episode. halfway through and just be like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> if, yeah. And honestly, this might be the way to do it is the way you guys are doing it, where you're, you're kind of piecemealing it up because taking it apart and looking at it as the little pieces actually makes it look pretty darn good. Dude, <laughs> and I think we're going to talk about that today. Holy yeah. shit. You want to talk about Lost, you guys? Uh, yeah. Oh, so bad. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so Tabula Rasa originally aired on October 6, 2004. It was written by Damon Lindelof and directed by Jack Bender. Damon Lindelof is the guy who wrote the screenplay for World War Z, which I recently rewatched. And you know what? It's fine. Uh, Jack Bender directed 23 episodes of Mr. Mercedes. Uh, please, Mr. Mercedes is my father. Call me dentist. Uh, and I want to mention uh, that the first nine episodes of Lost were shot by Larry Fong. Now, we had talked about uh, Larry Fong very briefly on uh, Mike Hire's episode. We haven't watched a lot of the first 10 episodes of this show. Not in a while, uh, that's for sure. No, dude. Larry Fong knows what the fuck he's doing. I mean, that guy's worked, but he needs to work more. So uh, we're, we're going to get into that. I wish I had that audio drop of Mike. How dare you talk shit about my good friend Larry Fong? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh but yeah, we open on the beach. Edward Mars. Uh, we know a little bit about this guy. He's he's dying. Good. He's not <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> not, not nearly fast he's, enough he's, for a lot of people, I'd he's say. He's pale. He's sweaty. Uh, he's sort of semi-conscious. Um, Jack's yeah. trying to keep him quiet. He's mumbling. He's got a fever. Oh, she's dangerous. Oh. Jack's trying to work on him and... He's kind of having a conversation with them because, you know, I keep asking you who's dangerous, but you keep passing out, you dipshit. <laughs> I can only imagine how annoying that would be as Jack. You're sitting there. Oh, oh she's dangerous. Who? Who? <laughs> I love that. I love that Jack has literally crash landed on an island and he still can't get away from work. Like, <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. Of. I'm like, God, no vacations for this guy. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, so Barnes, Barnes starts talking about where's my handcuffs. I need my handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Look at my um, jacket. Look at my jacket. So Jack's like, okay, I'm going to look for his handcuffs or whatever. And he pulls out a piece of paper. Mars's shopping list. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he had to pick up known middle section survivor. Kate Austin from someplace. She's the fugitive, in case we on the podcast weren't aware by now. 
I do find that the paper is in um, amazing condition too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, for surviving no blood, a crash no and water. all the, and the guy has literally been impaled and it's like, well, yeah. That like, paper's still got the nice quarter folds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Um, but yeah, then we immediately cut to Kate with our um our first sort of uh, oh no, this isn't our first. This is our second A team yep. uh, adventure yeah. canonically on the show. Yeah, they uh, they went up to they wanted to go to high ground to try and get uh, Saeed's radio to work, and it was just like everybody: uh, Kate Sawyer, Boone, Shannon, and Saeed, and Charlie. Jesus, it was six. <laughs> Six people. Yeah, how many people does it take to work a radio, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, we're all going to have a saying on here, okay? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're heading back, and it's getting dark, and Saeed's yeah. like, we are not going to make it back, and it's dark jungle. We don't know what's out there. We mm-hmm. should just make camp here, mm-hmm. hunker down for the night, and we'll head back in the morning. Sawyer's not having that. He's like, nah, fuck all that. I'm, ki- I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They, uh, between... Saeed and Kate, they do manage to talk him out of it. Um, mm-hmm. They both make some mysterious allusions to oh, what's out Something. there in them trees. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it reveals that he has reassembled the gun that mm-hmm. Kate disassembled in the jungle, but he does not have any bullets. Yep. No bullets. Oh, no bullets. Um, he does say, give me the clip. It's not a clip. It's a magazine. magazine. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that didn't bother me, but now it will. So thanks yeah. for ruining for the rest of your Tabla life. Rasa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saeed does this absolutely terrible reenactment of the plane, and this just like smacked of exposition to me. Like, if you missed the yeah. pilot, this is what happened. We were off guard. Like, sure. he just has a flaming stick and he's waving it around. He's not pointing to anything. He's not creating landmarks. You know, he's just like, we were here, and then we went here. <laughs> right? right. I I felt like if he would have been like, okay, you know, or somebody would have said something like, well, that doesn't seem like that's that far. Mm-hmm. And then, like, actually to give it, like, more scale. Yeah. Like, the distance from here to here is it's like actually only, like, a hundred miles. This is a thousand miles. Right. Like if he was like, about. imagine, imagine if a, f- a foot were a mile and then he just started walking right. away from the fire. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, yeah. obviously you wouldn't be able to make this scene that long and watch him walk a thousand feet away. But like, <laughs> right. if he just did that and like, you know, he gets, you know, 50, 75 steps away and they're like, okay, we get it. We're real, yeah. real lost. Drink. Right. Mm-hmm. Him just lighting a stick and raising it like only got across that like airplanes fly. Guys. Yeah. Just like, so we were here. in the air. We're like, on the land. Hold up, hold up. Slow down. <laughs> Boone would probably be like, uh-huh, go on. Mm-hmm. I'm with you still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get it? It's, uh, this is tough stuff, but I'm I'm with you. They said uh, some important stuff, though, right? It was, did, yeah. it was like the... Yeah. Near the tail end of the scene, yeah. Lost control, or lost, like, contact with ground control, and then, like, mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. heading to Fiji mm-hmm. instead of their yeah. original location. Mm-hmm. And, and then they talk about what had happened on their little hike. They ran in, they heard heard this transmission. It was playing on this loop, and that they, they were able to suss out that it had been running for 16 years, to which the question is asked, well, are we going to tell everybody else? And Saeed says, no. Right. We, we have to preserve hope. We can't cause a panic. We can't tell anybody. And this actually, to me, like I was sitting there thinking, I paused it to take a quick note, but then I, like, since it was paused, I was thinking to myself, I was like, we are all the time clowning on 
folks not sharing information. Yeah. This is yeah. one time where somebody like explained why they were going to do it. Right. And it actually seemed like a good idea. Yeah. Once we get into the meat and potatoes of Lost, there's so much urgency to do all this stuff. Um, we talked about when we watched Outlaws how I really like the scene where Kate and Sawyer just got to sit down and be their characters yeah. and just kind of have a conversation. I really like the scene because I was like, the problem we're trying to solve is very simple. Yeah. And people are just voicing their opinions and it's allowing the characters to get grounded, you know, and yeah. for the audience to spend more time with them. And I don't know. I just thought it was a nice little scene. I actually thought that it, it felt like every every like political meeting that ever happened. Like they the people cannot handle this information. Okay, <laughs> Like those people that are, are completely uh, airplane crashed right now. They can't handle that kind of stuff. We can obviously. We, right. Because yeah. we are the radio team right. that ascended right. the mountain. Yeah. But those people no. But it is kind of weird <laughs> that like no one disagreed. Like yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have this big lie that we'll bring back to camp and I'm sure it'll be fine if, it, yeah. if anyone finds out that uh, we've been yeah. lying to no them. One, no one's ever upset when they find out you've been lying to them. Right. No. <laughs> right. And then right. I guess like if you look at it from a further away picture uh, there's a pretty good reason why I guess they're probably all okay with it. You have a fugitive, a con artist, a heroin addict, um, yeah. a, a moron, uh, the, one of the best <laughs> characters ever, and then a virulent narcissist. <laughs> Dude, Saeed gets done so dirty so often. He's always getting hammered. It's not fair. <laughs> From there, we cut back to the beach. Um, yeah, Jack, Jack and Hurley are uh, having a little discussion about uh, what was in the jungle. Man, I love Hurley's character, but he is like, has the brain of a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah. Like, every comedy says, you could like slot in a 10-year-old boy and you're like, yeah, he, yeah. he would have said that. He's like, opens up with dinosaurs or something. I don't know. If, if they would have <laughs> given all that exposition to Walt, like if the, if the character of Hurley didn't exist, I right, would right. be so frustrated oh, yeah. and just yeah. angry yeah. like i love that it's hurley yeah. you know no for sure he's a great character for that reason yeah. while they're dinking around doing that hurley spots the mugshot yeah and that genuinely freaks him out he looks at it and yeah and, and this uh this is genuine really good facial acting from our yeah, arc because he's, he's like so i saw it i was like oh shit i got scared for him <laughs> yeah all right let's get into one of the more frustrating scenes <laughs> Yeah, the jungle. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's night at the at the hikers camp. Boone just grabs the gun off of sleeping Saeed. Yeah. Um no, he's taking the magazine out of Saeed's or the pocket. magazine. That's mm, he's yeah. already snatched the gun off of sleeping Sawyer. He's like I'm I'm, I'm going to stand guard. Okay, well that's something you could like begin a discussion on. You we fucking We could have talked shit. about that before we all went to sleep and I'm assuming have been asleep for a while. What were you doing up? Yeah, such an aggressive move. Like let's do the one thing that could completely incite violence around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's see what would 100% get me attacked. Um stealing the only gun off of of a dude we have recognized to be kind of a redneck. I am a cis white American male and I haven't held a gun in over 24 hours. Listen, I need to do this for my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was half expecting Saeed to wake up in the, before he got it off and just grab his wrist and just be like, no. But yeah, get out of here. gets it all the way off of him, Saeed wakes up, then it all falls apart. They argue about who should have the gun since... Mm -hmm. uh, Boone definitely shouldn't have it. Uh, Shannon and Charlie yeah. don't want it. Mm -hmm. Sawyer wants it. Saeed wants it. Charlie has the idea. He's like, give it to Kate. I feel yeah. like Saeed should would 100% have the gun. 
Have they not Probably. listened to a word he's said so Sa- far? Like, Saeed should wonder. He's like the only reasonable person on the entire island. Yeah. yeah <laughs> At least he actually has military training, you yeah. know. Right. They all agree to give it to Kate. The one who, if you've seen the pilot, apparently a day ago did not know how to remove the magazine from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. should have it. The yeah. Fuck Let's ever. give it It's a her. weird choice. It's Charlie's a weird compromise choice, I feel like. <laughs> You shouldn't make the compromise choices when it comes to who's handling the firearm. I do feel like they should have followed that one through the whole way. From here, we get our first flashback. Is this our first off-island flashback of the show? Yes, because (laughs) all of the flashbacks that take place during the pilot are Are on on the plane. plane. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. So this is the first flashback that takes place in Australia, we come to discover. Yeah. Kate, mm-hmm. Kate is asleep in somebody's sheep pen. Man, if I had a dollar, you know. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time uh, I woke up in a sheep pen, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking, like, this is, okay, so it's going to show us her crime. And I remember, like, going through, like, what what is it going to be? Is she just going to immediately murder a bunch of sheep? Like, what is happening? <laughs> What is she wanted for? It's going to show us obviously right away, right? So every time something was introduced in this scene, I'm like, this is it. Here, Here it is the crime. Here it comes. So, uh, yeah, she's woken up uh, by a farmer with a shotgun. Uh, you know, what well, they. It, oh, fuck, I can't do a Australian on, accent. It, what, get it. Use, use your centering phrase. Oi, cunt. What are you doing in my, in my sheet band? There we go. And that's all. We, and then in post, we just cut out oi, cunt, and then we move on. Nope, we're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that going into each statement then <laughs> yep i can never go to australia or new zealand no but yeah she's like i'm doing white girl summer out here i'm just kind of like backpacking i like walking i've walked 15 15 kilometers, kilometers from in town and raise like 15 kilometers it's 9.3 miles yeah, okay like, lace up your miles, shoes right? get walking yeah, you did. Yeah, it's fine act like that was nearly impossible some heroic feat of walking distance we'll we'll cut this but i went to i went on a date last night after we had dinner we went on a walk and we we walked three and a half miles after dinner without really even realizing it like it's not that hard and it killed that lady she's dead now (laughs) yeah obviously i buried her in a dumpster behind the federal on Lancashire boulevard um uh romance (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, farmers, they don't walk miles and miles other than their fields every day, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and sheep farms, sheep stations in Australia, those things are massive. They're like, oh my hundreds, God, they're hundreds huge. It's of just acres. his farm yeah. from there to the city. Right. The yeah. nine yeah. miles <laughs> is just his farm. Let me fight. Well, oh, you, you just got here because town is uh, 30 meters away from the furthest edge of my farm, which is 15 <laughs> Right. <laughs> We cut to we cut to the beach. The hikers have returned. Sa- uh, Saeed is up on a piece of wreckage. He is. Oh wait, wait, wait! Hold yeah, on. We missed Hold one on. really important. You missed part. a very important part, Adam. <laughs> my my notes we, for this are a little bare bones. So yeah, fill it fill it in. Just one one note that uh, I'm do- I'm writing my notes on a computer now. I did increase the font by about double. 
wooden hand. I had a lot of problems with this. Okay, because it's not just the wooden hand. There were so many things. She goes in for a handshake on the deal with the farm. Sure. Yep. Goes for the right handshake, right? And he's like, I'm a lefty, right? And like, bangs the hand. One, there's this this whole nother dynamic of like, does losing your right arm immediately qualify you to call yourself a lefty now? Right. I don't like, think so. Are you a born again lefty at this point? Like, it's like I'm still right handed. I just can't. I just can't. Don't have that hand. Yeah. Well, and then and he brings up that idea of like my wife's gone. She's dead. Eight months. I can't do a good one. But That's not bad. you're doing uh, eight so months. much better than me, Brian. Keep going. And then also. He's got a hell of a mortgage, like just a bloody hell of a mortgage. (laughs) She left me with too many chores and a hell of a mortgage. And I'm like, did did he not pay his mortgage when they killed his wife and took his arm? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Is it is it the sheep mafia? Oh no! Australia goes hard, real hard. And and then you were like, wait, did Kate cut off his hand? Did Kate give him that mortgage? Is that oh, why no. she's like, what? That's what, deep that's what Kate's go? crime is. It's mortgage fraud. Cut back to the beach. The hikers have returned. Um, Said is up on a piece of wreckage. He is organizing the rest of the middle section survivors. He's like, hey, here's what's up Dude. on the thing. Based on that, okay, like it didn't work, but we can try again very easily. This is And this is how we're going to do it. We need to scrounge up electronics. While a group of people is doing that, we need to start rationing the food. While a group of people is doing that, we need to collect water. While in, you, yeah. know, you hear him rattling off and organizing groups of people. Said is so good. How does yeah. Jack end up being the leader of this yeah. bullshit? It's <laughs> ridiculous, right? I do have some questions on how he would build like the super antenna out of like six Dude. blackberries but don't right, don't think about it I'm not looking into it. a walkman yeah like. that's what Saeed does he fixes plot holes we uh, we track away from Saeed getting everybody organized Kate uh, goes up to Jack and um, despite the fact that everybody agreed that we were going to commit to the big lie Kate immediately blows it it's like the one time she should lie she tells the truth and every other time she mm-hmm. tells the truth she lies uh. yeah there's there's two Kates. One will always lie to you. One will always say the truth. Well, um, it's such an interesting scene because Jack thinks that she's gonna tell him a, yeah, about the crime. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're and he's got that whole side of it, and the and the audience knows it. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's she gives up, you know, a pretty big secret. Yeah. What's important to her? Yeah, yeah. And he's like. Is that it? Anything. Uh-huh. Is that, that all you got? <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, I just told you like the thing I'm not supposed to share with the rest of the camp. So yeah, I guess how's the guy in the tent doing? <laughs> um, yeah, the last thing she sort of does is she, yeah, she check, she asks Jack about what what's up with Edward Mars. What's up with the guy? Yeah. Um, we cut uh, to later on the beach. Uh, Jack and Hurley are talking about Kate. And yeah, Hurley's like, "What's up? She's the fugitive. Whatever." Um, uh, Jack's like, "It's none of my business. Whatever. I don't. I don't care." Hurley calls Edward Mars Johnny Fever. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so disrespectful. There's someone dying like ten feet away. (laughs) Right. But out of all the nicknames that have been given out, mostly by Sawyer, this is hands down my favorite. It's pretty good. Like he said Dude. that I didn't catch it at first. Uh, I was right. He goes, "What about Johnny Fever?" I was like, 
John. What if, okay, let's let's do some more rewriting of laws. Instead sure. of Sawyer giving everyone nicknames because he's supposed to be edgy and kind of an asshole and disrespectful of like, yeah. I'm just going to call you whatever I want. What if Hurley has like a weird short-term memory condition and he can't? So he just has to like make up nicknames off of what like descriptive terms he knows about everybody. It's just out there like, have you seen my Walkman, baby mama? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Dr. Out of Breath. Uh... <laughs> Calls John Locke Xavier or something. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah basically jack's like i need more antibiotics i need yep. to find some uh early is like okay well i i looked through all the luggage yeah and uh, uh jack's like well what about the overhead compartments like in the fuselage and Hurley doesn't want to go in there because no you know, there's dead bodies it's fucked up that was like kind of funny like jack was like i'll take care of it and Hurley's like yep nope sounds good i'll watch yep. i'll watch edward <laughs> awesome Sounds good. Yeah, we cut to Jack inside the fuselage. He's rummaging through. Oh, okay. Like, and I, I just thought of this now. If there's bodies in here, just like start hucking the luggage out of the fuselage and don't hang out by the bodies. Right. But I right. guess if he yeah. wants to, you sort of manage the flow of materials. I guess you don't just throw it on yeah, a pile but- for randos like Sawyer to start rooting through them. I feel like they should move the bodies somewhere offsite too, because those things are going to start rotting and stuff. That would clear up all of these things and make the fuselage another form of shelter. Correct. If yeah. needed. Yeah. I'm sawyering it, or not sawyering, Saeed? Yeah, Saeed. Sawyering yeah. is completely different. That's, that's sawyering yourself. Saeeding <laughs> is like the equivalent of adulting. It's the island version okay. of adulting. Yeah. Saeed's actually on the wing of the plane, like putting it back together. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to get us out of here. <laughs> yeah. You got any more blackberries? We can get this thing flying by noon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jack's rooting through bags. He hears yeah, something. He's got a flashlight. Rummaging uh, around. He gets spooked by Sawyer. Sawyer, boo. <laughs> they have a conversation. Sawyer says to Jack, he's like, you're wasting your time on that guy, man. Like, it's apparent. We have limited resources. You're going to pour everything yeah. into a hole? Yeah, saving this yeah. guy who's clearly not going to make it. Yeah, I, I tend to do agree with everything Sawyer said in this scene. Which is weird. <laughs> right. Even the part about like thieving from the plane, it's like, listen, we're both like just wild scavengers yeah. at this point. Like, it's don't like, act like you're something right. better than that. It's you like, know? you're in yeah. here too, Doc. But then he says my favorite little exchange of the of the episode. You're just not looking at the big picture, Doc. Still back to civilization. Yeah. Where are you? Me? I'm in the wild. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, yeah. all right, that's a. Which is also accurate, right? Yeah. Like, Dude, Jack it's is super good. Still, yeah. I am going to get saved and I'm going to get. Mm-hmm malpractice lawsuits if I don't try to save this man. The U.S. Yeah. Postal <laughs> Service is going to sue me. Right. <laughs> From there, we cut out to the beach. Claire's struggling with the bag. Charlie helps her. He uh, he does the thing. Like, he, he did the th- he Charlie's still in civilization, too, because he's trying to snag here. Um, so yeah. was your husband <laughs> on the plane? Question mm. mark. <laughs> Are you single? Do you come here often? Um, I do yeah. feel like that's a slightly more valid claim when you see a pregnant woman like especially at the like the nine month mark maybe you have a little bit more room to to guess that kind of thing but sure son and jin we we get our first little hint of the fact that their relationship is 
little, you know, a little tense, little or, tense. Yeah, some uh, there's a di- odd dynamic there. Go wash yourself up. Yeah, you're, you're dirty. <laughs> yeah. Go wash yourself. Wash yourself up. Yeah. up. I love yeah. you. You're filthy. Yeah, I love yeah. you. Like what? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That's oh. the same conversation um, I have with my cat every time I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> you're filthy. I'm, I'm I filthy. Love you. I'm filthy. <laughs> Go wash yourself. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> we got over to Kate and Hurley. <laughs> what a great scene. So uh, good. <laughs> Hurley, man, he nervous. He can't. He cannot hide how he's feeling. <laughs> Hurley has zero poker face. He cannot. Nope. All he can think of is she's a murderer. She's a murderer. Yep. She's a murderer. <laughs> um, he's doing a good job not saying anything. Yeah. Uh, right. And he's just like, I gotta get water. Water. <laughs> By like. <laughs> yep. But uh, um, he notices that Kate has a gun. Is it normal to just tuck the gun in the back waistband? Is no. It, no. Or is that I mean, a good on TV, idea? sure. I'm not really yeah. a firearms guy, so I'm asking you guys. Is it tucked into a thong like that usually? <laughs> right in the yes. Back? Yes. Is that it atta- it's actually um, meant to attach to a thong. So if you're wearing okay. an IWB holster, you do need to be wearing thong underpants. Yeah. All of a yeah. sudden it starts to pour survivors are trying to collect water and take shelter and all that stuff um kate goes into the medical tent and very sweetly watches edward sleep <laughs> she's like smelling his soul leave she's or something so yeah it goes him. like slow-mo you see her hair just like yeah, gently just... wave kate's like man you know what i haven't smelled in a long time the last breath of a dying man <laughs> <laughs> let's get a little johnny fever on the air <laughs> yeah. oh my god smell like death um but yeah cut back to um australia yeah back to ray's farm and he is taking some money out of a hidey hole in the pear closet (laughs) i i thought she was stealing money i did too also i didn't think it was that unreasonable that she wouldn't have put it in the bag like that's not a ridiculous claim like oh you without a vehicle you didn't want to go nine miles there and back yeah. to a bank. I like repeatedly. walking, but not enough to walk 15 miles every, uh, both ways to make a deposit. <laughs> you could have earned like three dollars, man. <laughs> yeah, if, if the if the rates were incredible. Right? Yeah, yeah. She she also said she's on white girl summer and she doesn't like have permanent residency in this country. So like, you're gonna open up a bank account. <laughs> you want to <laughs> use a bank? Banks get you loads of cash. Every time you open up a checking account, you get yourself a free sheet. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've got this hell of a mortgage because I keep opening accounts. Uh, <laughs> I kind of held on to that cash for you. <laughs> I ju- I didn't understand why he would have held on to the cash. Like that's no better than the tin can in my eyes. <laughs> right. What if Ray's a piece of shit? What if he's like he's gonna take her money and put it toward his mortgage? Right. Yeah. No, I'll, no, I'll pay you next week. I promise. And then, yeah, come the end of the month or whatever, it's like, oh, I actually just paid the mortgage, and you have no money. Yeah, he's got a hell of a mortgage. Prosthetics oh. are not cheap. No, he he takes Kate's money and he comes in with a gold hand. Like, nah, I don't know what happened to your money. <laughs> I have no idea. Ray convinces her not to leave until the morning. He's like, you know, okay, yeah. you want to bail? I get it. That's fine. Let me give you sure. a ride to the train station. Right. Like we've we've established we've been you know hanging out together for three months. Like you yeah. haven't opened up. Like I get it. You're gonna leave. I just didn't think it'd be in the middle of the night. I always knew this happened. Let me come on. We'll do breakfast. I'll drive you into town. You don't need to be fucking weird. Right. About you don't it. need to be weird. It's let's you know we can we can part on good terms. You know whatever. Sure. Cut back to the tent. Kate's still hovering over Mars. And <laughs> Jesus. Holy shit. He snaps awake and immediately yeah. starts choking. 
That's just some Night of the Living Dead stuff. That's just how cops wake up every day. I was going to say, that was just his <laughs> law enforcement training kicking in. Oh, my God. Choke. <laughs> Step one, choke. Step two, de-escalate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was step two? Eh, it doesn't matter. Eh, I can't remember. Yeah, they struggle. Uh, Jack rolls in. Break it up. Yeah, separates them. Uh, starts tending to Mars. Again, production design, great. Like, it's pouring rain outside. Mm-hmm. And the tent's kind of leaky. So, yeah. like... There's water coming in, and yeah. like Jack's, you know, all of a sudden people are getting wet. Everything. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this, this episode looks so fucking good. He wrestles Mars back into the bed and starts tending to him. Kate asks Jack again what the mm-hmm. scoop is with him, and um, yeah, what's the deal? Is like, he gonna suffer? <laughs> is he? Yeah, yeah is he this gonna guy suffer? that just strangled me. Is he, he gonna be okay? Or? <laughs> Do all dying people do that? I don't know. That's just rigor mortis strangle, or what's going on? (laughs) The subtext of the question is, Jack, will you euthanize him, as opposed to just letting him die naturally? Yeah, how many foot fungus pills does it take to ethically kill someone? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a bit of, like, it's some dark stuff a little bit. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I I, I dig it. It's it's dramatic. It's cool. Um, Yeah, this was a good scene. Million dollar baby on this. Spoilers for Million Dollar Baby. Um. <laughs> no, he, he's going to raise him as a boxer is what I meant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we come back to the flashback. Uh, Ray and Annie are okay. driving to the train station. This scene has some problems. You don't say. <laughs> so they're driving. They're chatting. Yeah. Ray, Ray uh... Ray's looking in the rear view, though. Uh, there's a there's a truck coming up on him pretty quick. You yeah. want a burger before you go? Yeah, stop <laughs> in for a burger. It dawns on Kate that Ray turned her in. So oh, shit. she asks, how long have you known? He admits he saw her poster in the post office. $23,000 reward. He's got a... Just a hell of a mortgage. He's got a mortgage. (laughs) Hell of a mortgage. Just a hell of a mortgage. Like, I don't know if anybody out there has had a mortgage, but when you have a hell of a mortgage, it's just... Yeah. How do they even have... Like, he... he, Him and his wife went in too hard on that cheap farm, to be fully honest with you. Yeah. And he needs to solve that himself. Man, I wanted something a little bit more substantial than the mortgage. Yeah. But it, yeah, it just boils down to money. It's like, we didn't know much about Ray at all, but it turns out Ray's just motivated by money. Money will solve his problems and Kate's not a person to him. But what would have been better? Like, they're going to give me back my arm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Gonna give it back. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! It's so much better. Like, yes, he's mentioned. Like, yeah, everybody's gonna uh, like rent or mortgage, and it's shitty. But like, Ray really chose to make this decision. Like, his hand wasn't forced. Left, <laughs> 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 and it felt kind of like lackadaisical. It felt like it felt cheap to me. It was just like, well, this is a cheap and easy way to make this happen. Anyways, uh, anyway, Barnes pulls up and finger guns them like a psychopath. <laughs> right, that's standard law enforcement Again, yep. procedure, to my understanding. Standard procedure. Go alone. Go fast. Yep. Go in the Drive wrong on lane. the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Give her the old finger gun. What I was gotcha. the what was the game there? Like what what's the goal? Oh like, okay, maybe part of the subterfuge on Ray's part was to pull over to the burger stop and then the two of them were and then Ray was gonna pull sure. or uh, Mars is gonna pull up there and be like, Gotcha. Here's your cash, Ray. Even if that was the plan, 
there is no way that Mars knew that they weren't going to stop for burgers. Right. Unless he's got the car tapped or raised wearing a wire, which I don't believe is happening at all. So, like, no. why does Mar- – yeah, what is the – what's the math on Mars' part? Why does he do that? Why does he pull up right. and taunt her like that? Also, once we've established from Ray that, like, the jig is up, just fucking – pull over exactly yeah, like, there's no reason to keep going here there's no one on the road now nah, yeah. i really want to get that burger um <laughs> or just pull it like i gotta go to the bathroom or something yeah. right there's a million ways to make this burger thing work and he's right. Like, oh, right she said no okay right. we're gonna keep going i guess right oh is that a free hand on the side of the road <laughs> as the, as though if ray were to pull over marge wouldn't have stopped regardless of what the reason is we go back to the okay. beach um walt and we're, we're checking in with walt and michael michael's asking about uh walt talking to Locke. walt talks about Locke having a secret that a miracle happened yeah. michael's getting some stranger danger from yeah. Locke, which i can't be friends with just some rando dude like you can't do that yeah yeah this island full of adults and this this yeah this one guy is like immediately drawn to my son like what's going on here so yeah he gives him a warning just don't hang around with him let's hang out i'll I'll find your dog you know that'll make you feel better i'll do it as soon as it stops raining (laughs) it immediately stops stops raining now hold on i was wondering i was like you know that's done for kind of comedic and timing value Mm -hmm. was that walt's powers dude I didn't think I about know. that. That's I, I forgot that's... that was even a thing. So, oh yeah, Walt's got some weird fucking right. otherworldly Walt's... powers that he doesn't know how to control. So, yeah. Walt's yeah. none of them can save his dog. It's fine. He can yeah. turn off the rain. That's cool. I like that, JP. So yeah, so it stops raining. Michael, Michael, well, yeah, we, we cut to Michael looking for <laughs> the dog. He's mumbling to him. Raven's dog. I hate being dead. He hears noise. This spooked yeah. the shit out of me because I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, there's no way. I know it's not smoke monster related, but mm-hmm. we do know they established in the pilot that there are bears. Um, we yeah. know on Lost, on Lost, there are boars. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be the stereotypical boar running out. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I thought it yeah. was. I thought he was going to get drilled by a boar. Mm. So he bails. He starts running back. Uh, yeah, because the noise clearly starts getting bigger Closer. and louder mm-hmm. and yeah. more badass so he gets out of there he barrels into a small clearing near the beach um where sun is getting herself cleaned up topless yeah it quickly becomes clear she was the one making the crazy sounds in the most aggressive (laughs) dating process of all time (laughs) that's how women shower Um, (laughs) but okay michael's running for his life from some sort of unknown threat uh-huh. and he sees a pair Two of tits. headlights in the distance yes. <laughs> yeah and immediately stops and figures oh well, i can't be threatened if there's titties so <laughs> i'm gonna stop running and stop being concerned about the noise in the jungle there i mean there's a bunch of stuff that bothers me about this scene which is yeah. is fairly apparent but the thing it's the tv thing of the struggling not to look i have right. in my life been presented with an occasion where i may have accidentally seen a per, another person in a state of undress do you know how easy it is to when you realize where, know where that person is just Turn your head. An undressed person away from you takes up so little of your field of vision that there are many places to turn to in which you will never see them. This does beg the question, is this the first pair of breasts he's ever seen despite (laughs) having a child? no. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, finally. (laughs) That's the subtext we're supposed to take away. Walt was right. It is a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he does a whole awkward thing. I didn't see anything. I didn't. He hands her her clothes. Like, yeah. fuck off. Like, yeah. she, maybe she's not oh, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, fuck off. Back the way done. you came. Like, I don't even care if a boar's over there, dude. Stop perving the dish. Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. Yeah. Back to fuck town. Yeah. I remember thinking at the time this was going to be like some. Because we just had that weird interaction with the couple. Yeah. With sure. And then and it goes yeah. straight into this. I'm like, is there going to be like some kind of like affair yeah. thing going on? Like a, the, yeah, like a love triangle type thing? thing? Yeah. Like yeah, will they, won't they? Early on, that's what I was yeah. took away on the scene. Maybe that's what the writers were trying to set up. They're like, okay, we're going to do a right. bunch of survival shit, a bunch of spooky shit. I don't and. think... I, Lost does not just put things in place in case they want to act on them later. <laughs> Everything's for a reason. No. It's very clear. Yeah. It's a clear yeah. ending. Yeah. They would, yep. yep, they would, they would never tease us like that. Um, <laughs> come back to the medical tent. Mars is in, uh, his pain is advancing. I think the effort of trying to strangle his, uh, his, uh, legal charge, um, yeah, is, you know, starting to accelerate some of the damage. Yeah. Um, we cut to Charlie and Locke. Yeah. We, uh, we get a bunch of scenes now with the soundtrack in the background of Barnes wailing in pain. Yeah. Um, so we yeah. just get a bunch of little vignettes of just yep. sort of like survivors doing survivory things locks whittling uh something that'll be something you know that we see a lot of lock doing yeah. charlie's you know being relatively useless that's some charlie shit yeah mm-hmm. uh, talks, or, yeah just Shane out of Boone. touch yeah, yeah just doing whatever uh, then we get a scene where sawyer uh, is talking to kate and they they mm-hmm. and the two of them have a conversation about uh, again euthanizing Ed, edward mars one of us got a gun you know we've only got yeah. the bullet it actually kind of yeah. poetic his nickname for jack is hero which i'm yep. like oh, it's actually kind of fitting we go back to the tent mars is yeah. conscious again just barely and again warns jack about kate he's a little bit more conscious here than he is earlier and so he's actually able to be like hey you know, it is Kate. She is dangerous. Stay away from her. Yeah. Whatever. So from there, we cut to uh, cut back to the flashback. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So like, this is the yeah. This is like the te- the other half of this already pretty nonsense scene. We cut back. To, we we go to uh, the continuous cut. We see Edward give the mm-hmm. finger gun again. And then we when we go continuous, Kate tries to or there's, yeah. there's an oncoming car. So Edward's yep, got to yep. back off. And so he gets back behind right. them. But then he goes for the same move again. Yeah. Like, like as if it accomplished anything in the first go. Like, he yeah. didn't learn his lesson. Like, right. I, I got to get back up there to give her more taunts of the finger gun. Yeah. Or this whole thing's kaput. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was going to, after I was going to do finger guns, then I was going to do a badge thing, and then I was going right. to mine handcuffs. Right. I had a whole bit. <laughs> so, like, he pulls up next to him, and then so Kate tries to run him off the road by grabbing the wheel from Ray. Which is crazy, because Ray had such a good 10 and 2 position <laughs> in his hands. Right. Yeah. You should have to keep your hands at 10. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) He had to pick. He he was going center line with the lefty, and we both know he's a born-again lefty, so it's not about the strength of a full lefty. Of course she's going to overpower him. He should have pulled over hours ago. Right. <laughs> Born again. You should have called fucking Mars at his hotel the night he, the early the night. Like, hey, she's thinking about taking off. Can you just meet us here? It's only 15 yeah. kilometers from town. What if they did talk through? Then they're like, okay, well, if she says no to the burger, we got to come up with a plan. <laughs> the plan is you're, we're going to keep going, same speed. You're going to come on side. We're going to do like a midair refuel type action. <laughs> 
only with finger guns. The signal will be finger guns. Keep your eyes out for it. Pass her yeah. through the window at that point with your one arm. He's he's wearing the Groucho Marx glasses. You'll know me because I'll give you finger guns. That'll be the sign. So they're, they're fighting over this. Again, the, the simple solution is everyone just take your foot off the gas. Yeah. However... Yeah, yeah. As Kate and Ray jerk the wheel, their car starts to go sideways. Yep. Mars just continues going and does right. what's called a pit maneuver. Uh, yep. I learned it as precision immobilization technique. I think they call it a pursuit intervention technique now. Sure. And hits the, the rear quarter of their car. He just plows through them and runs them off the road. Yeah. Yes, Kate <laughs> and Ray are fighting over the wheel. Them going off the road is 100% Mars's fault. Yep. It's a bad accident. They roll over mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, I got to yeah. assume neither one were wearing their seatbelts. Like, it very easily could have killed both of them. I was expecting to see Kate and or, or Ray impaled with that wooden arm. <laughs> Just, and then that, that was the yeah. crime. Oh, my God. Don't what's what's the screenwriting thing? Don't show us a gun in Act One unless somebody's going to use the gun in Act right, Three. Right. A wooden like, arm is the gun. Is the wooden arm just so that it's believable that she'd overpower? I was just you? about to say that. I was like, is that is that the th- Act Maybe? Three payoff? You, Brian, you said he overpowers she. Uh, Kate overpowers him because he's only got one hand. Is that the big payoff? The only way that 120 pounds soaking wet Kate Austin could overpower Sheep Farmer All Star Ray is because he's only got one arm. Is that the payoff? I, the only <sighs> added benefit is that it makes it seem more likely he needs the assistance on the farm. Sure. I mean, farm okay. is hard fucking work. Anybody yeah. will take a, you know, another yeah, person an extra hand. sharing the load. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, the, the, it wrecks up real bad. She drags him out of the truck. It starts on fire. She drags him really far. Yeah, like dude. way, way far. Dude. Away like up a yeah. hill. Yep. Like, right. Almost uh, gets hit by a bus. Yeah. Dragging yeah. him. The arm comes off. <laughs> <laughs> the arm comes off. That's right. She grabs him by the arm. The other arm should have been severed, if you're asking me. Yeah, what if you lost the right arm or the left oh, arm in the fucking car yeah. crash? <laughs> we we have a brief cut back to the beach in the middle of this flashback. We cut away from the flashback into mm-hmm. back to the island, and Kate and Mars are talking to each other. He asks, what was the favor? We flash back to the plane. Right before the breakup starts to happen, yeah. like seconds before. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Oh, this ought to be good. What? Yeah. Um, I honestly thought it would be just like, can you get me a the Bloody Mary mix? Right, yeah. Right. This person comes around. That was his dying wish was to know that. <laughs> like, oh, really? Oh, wow. How oh. underwhelming. The breakups, like for 2004, looked really that, good. Every time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, that, they, they, they spent some money on that. When that person just hits the ceiling, they just fly up and people get yeah. sucked out. The wind, Kate, like that close yeah. up of her putting the oxygen mask on. I was like, fuck, yeah. dude. This show, the case this- hits. Oh it's yeah, Mars right on the yeah. head. Fucking goes down right domes him. What Holy shit! Oh, it looks so good. Wild. I remember always seeing those breakup scenes while I was watching Lost. Mm. I'm like, how did any of these people survive? Yeah, right. right? I think which ended up lending itself to the later, you know, Lost uh, theory about how they didn't, and it was always all purgatory the whole time and all that. So like, yeah, yeah there's no way. There's no way any of them should have lived. So we come back to the tent. She tells yeah. him the favor was, please make sure that Ray got the money. But yeah, it doesn't matter because we're on an island. It's fucked. Mars knows he's dying. Mars is plenty aware now of his own yeah. mortality. It's very, yeah. very close. And sure, so that yeah. we, we bring it up again. He says, 
are you going to be the one to do it? We cut to Hurley and Jack uh, of chilling on the beach. Hurley's like, hey, where's Kate? Jack's like, oh, she's in there. Oh, well, is that God. a good idea? Well, why? Oh, she's got a gun. <laughs> yeah. Super... Would that be a good idea anyway? She, the last time they were to, in there together, he was strangling right. her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's not, not any good scenario where it's like, oh, why, why would there be a problem for that, that horrible situation? Be But the gun, oh my God, a gun? <laughs> Jack hears this and immediately sprints toward the tent, assuming that Kate's going to shoot Edward. And she steps out of the tent and he's like, oh, okay, everything's oh. fine. Sure. And then we hear a gunshot. Oh Dude, <gasps> that caught me so fucking off guard. Yeah. So, so Sawyer comes sauntering out, you know, kind of yeah. head down or whatever. Jack's like, what yeah. the fuck did you do? And he's like, listen, I did what had to be done. Like you needed. I did what you couldn't do. Right. right. Focus your yeah. efforts and your time and your energy on something else. Until we saw Sawyer walk out of there, I thought she had handed the gun to him as like a last mercy. Oh, yeah. Like I'm he shot a good himself. person oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Totally. And like gave well, him no, his the, own yeah. way out. Yeah. Right? yeah, totally. But if she would have gave Edward the mark, he probably would have fucking shot her. Right, right. He's so it probably doesn't shit. make any sense. Yeah, that would be actually like a good, like that would have like, like a crazy character development. few but. episode arc that we have of Edward Mars here, he actually, yeah, if he ended up shooting himself because, you know, like maybe, maybe we'd see him better. I don't know. We hear Mars still mm-hmm. alive. Uh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Holy hell. The gun was a prop gun. <laughs> <laughs> they go yeah. in there, um, and Sawyer shot him in the chest and hit him in the lung and missed it. He's at, he said, right. I was aiming for his heart. And he's like, well, you perforated his lung. Yeah. Which has to be the dumbest move ever. For Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, best case scenario, you've now shot him in the heart, and he's got to, like, deal with whatever the hell that feels like. <laughs> you you sh- you shot him in the arm. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> Jack tells him. To, he tells him to get out. Just get. Yeah. Out. This he he. This could take hours. So then Sawyer leaves the tent, and he. I mean, he 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 looks like he fucked up. He knows he fucked up. He did fuck up, and you hear from the tent continued groaning and struggling, Dude. and then silence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just stay on that shot of Sawyer for a while, and we hear we hear Mars like aspirating. Basically, we hear like the gurgling, mm-hmm. and you hear like just the sound of this person dying. Dude, this is fucking ABC primetime television. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. This is good. This is really yeah. good mm-hmm. shit. Um, Not to get too, too off track here, but like we've made a lot of jokes about Jack Shepard, the character, and like some of his really wild decisions in the, mm-hmm. the days after the crash and all that stuff. Like front, all, everybody that survived the crash is, is definitely suffering from an element of PTSD and they're dealing with mm-hmm. it in their various different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. So Jack's already got that happening, which he has not yet had a chance to deal with. And then he is forced to euthanize Mars after Sawyer's attempted euthanasia. And he's got to do it with his hands. Do we know he did it with his hands? Well, I got to assume he suffocated him. So he probably held, you know, pill, held a pillow right. over him or like something like that. Like he, or maybe just held his mouth shut. But like, we don't it, see, yeah, we don't, don't know how options. he did it. But like Jack on day three, four, whatever this is, he had to do the one thing that. The, the exact opposite of the thing he was trying to do he was trying to save mm. this man's life and, and then the only thing he could do to actually do the right thing was to kill him 
right? right. And he had just said to Kate, "I'm not a murderer," yeah. and all that stuff, right? So, like, yeah. And then he ended up having to kill him. And so, like, like the narrative in his head's like all messed up. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast recently about um, the Pacific Theater in World War II, and uh, mm-hmm. it, um, it was Dan Carlin, uh, and he was talking about the psychic damage that comes with taking another human's life, and the the closer yeah. you are to a person when you da- when you kill them, the, the psychic damage is that much worse. If you if you kill mm-hmm. a man from a, with a rifle from a hundred yards away that's not as bad as shooting them from 15 yards away with a handgun and if you bayonet a person in the trenches like that psychic damage is so much worse. Mm-hmm. so th- that jack and yeah, mm-hmm. jack has now got this psychic damage that in my head as a fan and as a, somebody who watched the show i knew i always knew that this happened i remembered that this happened i was like i, I remember it but yeah like, i haven't seen it in forever and so like to see the scene again i was just like fuck yeah man. I'm, I, I'm i'm occasionally a little a little rough on jack and um I'm probably going to keep doing it, but uh, <laughs> there are some yeah. other things happening that are not happening because he he suffocated. Well, yeah. He's the hero. <laughs> yeah. We cut to the morning, the next morning, and we, we're sort of, we're getting into the zone of the end of the episode. Um, John Locke used mm-hmm. the whistle that he was carving earlier, this little high-pitched yeah. whistle. Mm-hmm. Vincent, the dog, comes running. The mm-hmm. dog has been in the jungle and is pristine. <laughs> yeah. Coming out of that thing. Yeah. Washed by the rains of the forest. <laughs> uh, Locke wakes up Michael and says, Yeah, hey, this big dad this. energy, man. Holy yeah. shit. It's like you got. He's like, He's like, hey, I found your your kid's dog. Uh, I know you're not going to be able to like <laughs> handle that task. Uh, so I tied him up over there. Yeah. You, his dad, should be the one to yep, return take the credit. Him. So I, yep. pretty go. bro move. Yeah, yeah, solid bro move for sure. Uh, Kate uh, goes to sit by Jack. Jack's trying to recover from the earlier stuff. Yeah, um, she comes up to. She's like, I, I want to tell you why Mars was looking for me. And Jack says, um, I don't want to know. We all deserve yeah. a blank slate. Right. We all died three days ago, yeah. ostensibly, right? Yeah. Like, Important to know, Tabla Rosa, Rasa, rather, mm. is not a salsa, but rather <laughs> it's Latin for blank slate. <laughs> and that is really... <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, listening out there is a tr- how a true professional does a joke. <laughs> What does pace picante mean? I don't. Does, is, does all salsa mean mean something? All salsas are a form of new awakenings. Oh, oh my god! We get a music cue. Uh, this is a little yeah. track called "Wash Away" by Joe Purdy off of his album Julie Blue. I love this song, and I have yeah. loved it since I saw this episode. This was the first time I'd ever heard it, and I continue to listen to this song to the to this day. Just like I, yeah. I have it in playlists, like I just it's so it's a great song. I love it. I love yeah. listening to this song. It's Not really, only does it give me good memories of pretty. watching Lost, but like it's just like it's an awesome song. And like they they do a, a neat little thing where they they enter it sort of like semi diegetically, where yeah. like Hurley's listening to it on headphones, and yeah, it just gets some really pretty, just nice shots. You know, Jin, yeah. Jin's walking around. He sees Sun uh, sleeping, and he's you know. Uh, brushes the hair off of her face yeah like, slow um, motion um shannon yeah. gets some sunglasses from boone yeah. he, she actually shoots him a smile as he walks yeah. away like recognizing like he, yeah you know. it's a great way to show everyone taking their own blank slate right yeah. and like and getting yeah. their own life on this island that might be the same or might be different than they had before yeah yeah and and you know your slate can be different, and in some cases, like uh, like Mars, it's a broken slate that now has been strangled to death. 
<laughs> we gotta get the slate back together. I, I really liked the the next cut to Saeed tossing Sawyer the mango. Yeah, that's really sweet. Because despite the fact that they are obviously a bit antagonistic toward it, Saeed recognizes what Sawyer tried to do and how that fucked him up. Yeah, can't wait until he tries to euthanize someone with that mango now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, we got Charlie. Charlie drawing on his hand, uh, wasting all the sharpie and tape. Um, <laughs> yeah, Michael and Vincent come running over. Yeah, and Walt, uh, they the three of them get together and um, they're having like they're hugging and they're petting a dog. And that's great. Um, and and wash away slowly fades. Holy fuck! Away to this stunningly sinister music. Holy shit! <laughs> As the camera slowly rotates around John Locke, just dude staring at Michael and Walton Vincent, just like dead eyed, not smiling, yeah. like expressionless. What the fuck, dude? He's <laughs> like, that's supposed to be my reward for handcrafting my first dog whistle smash cut to the lost card and that is how the episode ends. jesus on that, on that shot of i was i was like rigid on my couch i was just like what am i looking at what the yeah. fuck oh man it's so most good. lost episodes end in like a cliffhanger mm-hmm. but that, and that one i think you could argue it's not a cliffhanger but like you could argue for it being a cliffhanger Dude, just on yeah. how ominous yeah. that shot was it's so foreboding and so like it's not here's a question i have it's i don't even know what the question is and it's just not good what it's gonna happen yeah yeah and then the after credit scene where we see him get the new arm (laughs) and he puts (laughs) and he puts one of the infinity stones in it yeah <laughs> just clunches it drops in the stone that's it it was incredible that's it tabula tabula rasa tabula rasa <laughs> that there's a regular tabula rasa by salt <laughs> did we like it wasn't good that's the question, right? That's the first yeah. one up uh, up at the yeah. end here. Brian, what do you think? Did you like it? Was it good? Um, I did really like it, actually. Uh, just so you know, going into this whole podcast, I'm like, mm-hmm. I should be fine as long as it's not an episode about Kate, because I hate Kate. And <laughs> 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 be the Kate episode. But ultimately, I liked it. There, there's a lot that happens in this, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of character building. And I yeah. think there, there's almost no action, right? Yeah. With the exception of like the strangling and the car accident yeah. and... And like yeah. some shooting stuff, but um, actually sounds like a lot when you. <laughs> <laughs> and how long was this? Two and a half hours? Oh, 45 minutes of shit. <laughs> Dude, this episode felt super long. Yeah. It did feel long. Yeah. Overall, I thought that, uh, yeah, I thought we got a lot of insight into these characters off this that was missing maybe from the pilot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. pilot. We don't focus on like we get we get snippets of people, and we don't really yeah mm-hmm. we don't really get to mm-hmm. you know get to start to know them yet because there is a lot of yeah. action in the pilot. Yeah, it's the first time you realize okay, we're gonna go in and we're gonna do like an in depth look at each one of these islands. Yeah. Like, yeah. and and I think it was fairly successful yeah. in at least furthering the complications of everyone on the island. So yeah. 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 JP, what do you think? I fucking love this episode. Uh, this is really like this is some top tier shit for me. I think it looks fantastic. I think uh, the the Mars stuff I wasn't crazy about um, sure. how the sort of how we wrapped up the flashback. Um, but I think 
especially for me with Kate and Sawyer, there's some really interesting character stuff where I'm like, this is the groundwork. The problem is moving forward rather than continue this sort of progression. We just sort of like hung our laurels on it. Like we said it once or we showed this once and now our characters really start to drift over time. Um, But like, you know, like, why does why is Kate obsessed with Jack? Because he was the first person to like truly give her a fresh start. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, yeah. it's almost like we should have watched this fucking show in order. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, I I really really like this episode a lot, uh, Adam. Yeah, uh, same. I, I I really dug this, despite the fact that it's been like well over a year at this point since watching the pilot i enjoyed this despite not having recently seen the pilot so like just coming from the beginning like despite the fact that the camp scene was a little silly like it tells it tells us kind of where we're at Mm -hmm. Um, and then yeah and then we get into a bunch of really neat character foundation stuff uh, everybody taking their clean slate yeah by the time i get to the end of it like do i want to watch the next one yes i do because the way they they ended the episode was like really like wtf like i gotta see what's happening next yeah so yeah i i I dug it all the way around i'd I'd give it a very solid very solid a for me all right well then let's get into our end of episode segment so lost mvp who is your favorite person from this episode minus your context minus anything else you know about the show who is your all-star for tabula rasa (laughs) brian and i i think this would be just for this episode even if it wasn't right Mm -hmm. um for the first time i think jack really pulls it together for me and he rocks it right like he he does what literally everyone else can and actually euthanizes this guy. Mm-hmm. I think that that's like, to me, that was the biggest moment because he had to pick up the slack for everyone else. Sure. And he, it's also like this moment of him coming to terms with the fact that like, this isn't going to be like home where he maybe had the resources to say. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So that moment in general made him the MVP. And then as if that wasn't enough, he, goes to Kate with all this knowledge of this predetermined state of her being a fugitive mm-hmm. getting captured and and like you're a criminal and he says none of that matters I don't him, give right? a shit yeah right yeah. and like to me like god how many big moments is this guy gonna have where he shows he's a better person that's yeah. crazy yeah. not many more in the show I think these are actually <laughs> the last two and it cuts off yeah. <laughs> uh, JP. Yeah, I was going to make a joke about Patsy Cline. Uh, I like <laughs> this episode too much to be silly. I'm actually going to give it, because I don't, we don't get to do this often, uh, I'm going to give it to Sawyer. Um, okay, all right. Like, in an earnest sense, um, is Sawyer an absolute turd? Yes. This is the most real I've seen him as a character, right? Yeah. He's got to use the knife. This is, uh, like... This guy, he's not proud of it. He fucks it up. He has to live with that. Um, you know, yeah, I want to go off on my own and do the, do this thing. I Like, no, you need to listen to reason. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm a scavenger. I'm in the wild now, dude. I, I recognize the situation we're in. I was like, I was watching Sawyer, who I bounce off of so hard so often. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, in his own way, he's definitely right right now. And I really yeah. appreciated him being much more human. So yeah, I'm actually gonna yeah. earnestly give it to Sawyer. Nice, I like it. Uh, Adam, I, I'm I'm going with Hurley throughout the episode. Not only did he drop Johnny Fever, which legit <laughs> cracked me up, but 
he's out of everybody. He's acting like he was just in a plane crash. Yeah. Like, holy he's, fuck. He's super disoriented. Mm. Uh, he, he oftentimes says things that don't necessarily make sense. Um, he's trying to get a handle on what's happening. He's trying to mm-hmm. be helpful and knowing that he isn't and being, you know, being afraid of the bodies in the fuselage, like, you know, being paranoid about the K thing. Like he's, he's still in a state of heightened you know, sensory overload and panic. Yeah, and totally. I, I like that because compared to everybody else, the, they've, they've settled into, all right, we're, we're, we're moving on from the crash and Hurley hasn't. And I like that yeah. because again, we're in day two, three, four here. Like it's yes. okay to still be yeah. shook. Hurley always comes out looking good. Um, all right. So the flip side of this coin lost forever. Who sucks shit? Who do we hate? Uh, who, who's last place on the Island? Brian, it's easy to say Mars right now, right? But I yeah. actually, I'm not going to say Mars. I'm going to say Sawyer, actually. <gasps> okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, I know that's the exact opposite of your favorite or, or lo- your MVP. No, I think. I love the discourse. Suck. Do it. Yeah. And I must say, it does not matter if you took a bunch of steps into, for the right reason. If at the moment of peak value, you drop the ball and shoot the one last bullet into the heart, but not even hit the heart and perforate the lung and force a man who is taking care of a dying man to then have to use an, euthanize a guy with his own hands. Like that is the largest mess up you could do. Dude, it's a big mess up. Yeah, <laughs> it's yep. a massive mess up. And like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, he had the right reasons and stuff. And I'm like, dude, then he needs to think it through a little bit more than he yeah. did. Because that uh, yeah. is a massive, like, life-changing mess up yeah. for multiple people. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. You just shot him in the same abdomen wound. What did you, what did you do that for? It's like, I've only watched movies on people dying. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I, I think that that's a totally... Yeah. That's fair estimate. Yep. Uh, JP, who's your lost forever? Dude, fuck the police. Mars is such a fucking <laughs> psychopath. He's such a menace. He's such a loose cannon. Has Kate done some illegal things? Yes. Is she the fucking Boston strangler he <laughs> makes her out to be? I don't think so. You know, she's a criminal. Yep. Uh, and, and you are not one of the untouchables. Like, you still have protocol. Do your fucking yeah. job, Adam. Uh, yeah, like Brian said, it it would be easy to to say Edward Mars. So I'm gonna FTP one three one two A cab. Fuck the police. I there hate that go. guy. I, I I loved watching him die, and I'm glad he's dead. And I would do it again. <laughs> okay, wait. So a couple of logistics here on him. He he shows up alone to take down Kate. Yeah. In Australia. Yeah. Oh, no. He's not alone. He has f- a briefcase with five guns. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Physically alone. He's the only, he is the only marshal that goes to yeah. Australia to pick her up. He, yeah. He takes a small armory with him in a, in a okay. Halliburton case. He does. That's his partner. Yeah. His partner. Yeah, Always I, bring a partner. My name's Edward Mars, and these are my partners, Smith and Wesson. Oh, dude. I'm so glad that Mars is dead, because otherwise him and Sawyer probably would have been really good friends. <laughs> Not to mention it would have literally been like four more episodes of screaming in the background. Ah, I have a long 
my abdomen it's so rigid my lung is so perforated this sucks uh, do we have a gun no we don't have a we gun. do we do not have a gun so we used one bullet to shoot a tree frog he used our last bullet to shoot a tree frog so our bullets yeah. well no uh, then it's the race will will saeed build a gun out of berries or will john Locke whittle one <laughs> I, I imagine they'll collaborate on some kind of wooden blackberry cyborg suit go, yep. to keep him alive yeah. Yeah. so that he can wooden berry gun, gun collab off the road. That would have been some shit. After Jack gets done strangling him, Saeed runs over. I build a defibrillator out of <laughs> he's got No, he's got two coconuts. What? <laughs> Guys, oh. we should have written this television show. Absolutely. Um... <laughs> Uh, do we have any burning questions? Uh, Brian, I think you said you might have one. The one I wrote down at the time was, how did he lose his arm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We I don't never know, know. It's come back. I don't know if they're ever going to answer, but yeah. It Why flashes back to him just man? the yeah. sheep eating the arm. They've tasted... They, no, no, they've tasted human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Brian, oh. thank you so much for being on the show. Dude. So mm, good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. good. Thank you. Anytime. Uh, do you have anything you would like to plug? Sure. I'd, first, I'd like to plug Tabula Rasa, which is an excellent salsa for all occasions. <laughs> Try it with lemon corn chips, lime corn chips. It's the perfect snack. God, so, bitch. Uh, second, I'd like to, I'd like to plug, uh, I'm part of a gaming group that raises money for sick children. Uh, we All do right. an event, and we're called Logical Journey. So we do an event uh, early October, and I'll send you guys a link. Yeah. Logical <laughs> Journeys, you said it was called? Yeah, Logical Journey. Excellent. We're a gaming group. It, this episode will air on July 27th, so uh, I want to say happy birthday to my sister. Her birthday will be the day after this drop. Happy so birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, after that, uh, JP, what are we talking about next time? Oh, man. You know how I said I really like Sawyer? Uh, yeah. Well, next time we're going to watch uh, season three, episode four, Every Man for Himself, starring <laughs> Sawyer. So let's see if he can fuck this up. <laughs> this is That's season three, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Here we Talk go. Talking for a Sawyer episode. Here she yep. goes. Thanks to Brian for uh, for stopping in. Uh, yeah. Thank you for uh, tuning in to this episode of Lost on Lost. Yeah. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm JP. Do you have any idea what's going on on the show? No. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,